Welcome to the Kelowna Real Estate Podcast with your host, award-winning realtor, Matt Glenn, and top producing mortgage broker, Taylor Atkinson. Professionals in the industry, enthusiastic entrepreneurs, and successful investors. When it comes to real estate, we're all in. Okay, guys, welcome back. I'm excited for this guest today. He is a, a very diversified entrepreneur, kind of a renaissance man, really. has done done yeah. quite a few uh, countless business things. One that really jumps out to me that's not so business-orientated, he used to be a professional snowboarder, um, which is awesome. I absolutely love Where were you doing that? Basically all over like Saskatchewan, Alberta, spots like that. They got snowboarding in Saskatchewan. I've heard Saskatchewan has some gnarly hills. Hey, man, Mark McMorris is from Regina. He's like, he just won the X Games. Yeah, that's oh, right. Wow. Yeah. yeah. What What's like the go-to mountain there? So I grew up riding in North Battleford, and okay. that was Table Mountain. 360 vertical feet. It's basically like a bump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, that was pretty much the only place I ever did. And yeah. then the odd time going out to the mountains, right? Nowhere near professional, I would say, but and I tried. You, <laughs> you kind of had to slow down because you, you broke a few bones. Oh yeah. 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 I broke, uh, broke my neck, broke my pelvis, had multiple concussions after. How'd, you, how'd you break your neck? Like Mike Tyson broke your neck or like, broke your neck? <laughs> no, I, it was, there, it was in a competition and I fell off a rail and oh. landed right on my neck. Oh my God. And yeah, the crazy thing is I broke it at three o'clock in the afternoon and it was in a competition outside of Regina, Saskatchewan, about a couple hours away from Regina. So ended up breaking at three o'clock, drove back into Regina, was at a friend's house and my neck just kept getting tighter and tighter. And luckily my buddy's mom is yeah. a nurse and she just happened to be in Regina at the time. And I reached out to her and they ended up taking me to the hospital at like nine o'clock at night. And the doctor was basically like, should not be moving no he's like you are lucky to be walking lucky to be alive because yeah. he's like you could have moved wrong in the shower or like got yeah. into a car accident yeah jeez yeah, yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you still snowboard now like just recreationally yeah like yeah. maybe once or twice a year i get okay. out but i mean i'd like to get out more yeah. you're, not, you're not breaking anything right now no knock on wood <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> welcome to the uh, icebreaker this segment of the show is brought to you by Taylor at Venture Mortgages. Come venture into the exciting world of mortgages. Um, what is your favorite Kelowna season? Favorite Kelowna season? Obviously summer. There's just so much to do around here. The weather is amazing. But honestly, like winters here, yeah. I've kind of grown to like, even though it's you know overcast all the time. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, it just seems like it slows down a little bit. And you can actually go and going to a restaurant and you're not like waiting around or, yeah. you know, what do you do? What do you do in the summer? Do you go boating or golfing or? Yeah. I like golfing yeah. for sure. Um, try to get out on the water. I don't have a boat yet, but yeah. yeah. If anyone's got a boat. Like <laughs> I like being out on the water. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that one's Hard, harder to break bones out there. Maybe Yeah, you're wake surfing or something. I don't know. You can still probably do it harder. This yeah. Water yeah. hurts. Yeah. Water hurts, but I don't know if you're breaking many bones. Yeah. Oh, but, uh, hey, wait, whiplash. It's you're, you're a big golfer too, then? Seems to be a theme on this show. It's like, yeah, everyone's, everyone's a golfer. golfer. You know what? I'm not even going to say I'm a big golfer. Like, I try to golf, but yeah. I, I got to get better. I need some lessons. Do you have a handicap at all? Or do you? No. Okay. Just 
just go swinging. Yeah. <laughs> what, uh, what's your kind of go-to course around here? So I really haven't played many courses out by on the way to big white, uh, uh black mountain tower. It might just be black mountain. I think it's black. Mountain. Yeah. That one's good. Yeah. Yeah. That one is good. That one's awesome. Are you, uh, are you a beer or a wine drinker? Definitely a mix of both. Yeah. Love having beers in the summer, but I'm also like a really classy dude. Yeah. And, and, and I, like, I can tell that about yeah. you. Yeah. I, I love it. I feel so underdressed. You guys both have blazers <laughs> on. Dude, your hair is your good. Sweater is just, Hey man, I'm all business. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, 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 we love going to wineries. Like yeah. something yeah. about wineries the wineries is awesome. Yeah. And yeah. I love a good cab sav, you know? Yeah. Did they have many wineries uh, in the prairies? Nope. No, no, okay. <laughs> definitely not. Did you grow up there? So you lived there your whole life? Uh, till I was 19. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then you just moved straight to Kelowna? No, no, I was, uh, you know, I grew up there till I was about 19. And then I was kind of around between BC and Saskatchewan. Yeah. And I went out to BC for about a year, kind of lived the ski bum life in yeah. Golden and then ended up moving back to Saskatchewan. Okay. So if you had 12 hours left before you had to leave Kelowna, forever what would you do since we've only been here for about a year and a half it's yeah. i haven't really got to venture out and do too much yet yeah but you know definitely probably wake up go for a hike i mean 12 hours isn't enough <laughs> it's not enough time like i, I was gonna, anyone said that i was gonna oh, say okay 13 hours yeah. i was gonna say mixing around a golf but like there's your 13 hours yeah yeah <laughs> maybe nine holes yeah, yeah. no maybe yeah. like go for a hike try to get out on the water if i can find someone with a boat yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, then go to a winery. Friend, we like one there because yeah, I mean, it's, there's a beach and you drink wine. It's great. Yeah, you bring your dog. Yeah, yeah, I love. Or that. your baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we did that. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. both. Yeah, yeah, and then I would maybe probably go to another winery. Yeah, go do a. We like modest butcher. Yeah, go yeah. for a tomahawk steak. Yeah, and then uh, probably go downtown and get some ice cream. And there's your twelve hours, I guess. Yeah, well, what's your <laughs> ice cream spot? Mulix Parlor. Parlor. Yeah, Parlor is awesome. We got some good ice cream shops downtown. Yeah, they're great. All right, Matt, if you could purchase a property in the Okanagan next year, what would it be? And, and what would, would you pick an investment or a res- recreational? I mean, I'd love to say both, but that's... Yeah, yeah you can do that. Yeah, so yeah. We're, we're definitely looking in the next year to buy something kind of for our own. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to have an investment property. that another, yeah. Like, I have one in Saskatchewan already. Yeah. And to have one out here would be absolutely great. I mean, I'll get there. How did your, uh, the Sassarin property, yeah. how did that come about? How do you have that? So my brother and I ended up getting it together. Yeah. So, you know, one night out on the town, basically my lease was up. I was moving out and he was he basically the same thing. His lease was up and he's like, dude, let's just buy a place. And, yeah. you know, had some beers and he's like, yeah, let's, let's buy a place. So Next thing you know, we're checking places out and then we found one and then, yeah, we ended up getting a place together. Nice. Yeah. Did you live there ever? Honestly, pretty much moved in there yeah. and I was working on the road, so I was never there. Yeah. And then that is when my spouse ended up getting a job in Calgary. And then because I was on the road, I was back and forth between Saskatchewan and Calgary. Yeah. So I never spent any time there. So I pretty much got this place and never lived in it. Yeah. I, I lived in it for maybe a couple months when I went back for school, but yeah. it's a good point 
that you bring up though, because I, I have some clients that are nervous to purchase because they don't know where life's going to take them or, you know, oh, maybe we're only going to be here for a year or maybe we'll want to move. And it's not that restrictive. You can just buy and, and rent it out. So how's, how's the rental look for you? Does it cash flow pretty well? Like what's, um, well, throw some numbers at us. The good news is, is my brother still lives in there. Oh, nice. So my brother lives in there, you know, we split the mortgage and I wouldn't say it's making us a lot of money because he still lives in there. Yeah. But he has a roommate that's essentially like paying you or how's it structured? Um, to be honest, it, my name is just, my name's on it and he deals with most of that stuff. But from what I know, him and his girlfriend just live in there right now, but it just goes to show that, I mean, my name's on it. I'm going to be making money in the end. Yeah. Yeah. It's not making me much money, but in the end it will. How long ago was that? Probably been about four years now. Oh yeah. Yeah. What did you guys get it for? So we paid 165. I got, got it appraised. And I think it was up to like 210 because we did renovated the whole kitchen uh, renovated the whole bathroom. And is his plan, does, is he going to like, are you guys ever going to move out and rent out the whole thing? Is the rental market support it? Or are you just going to look to sell it at some stage? I think we're going to look to sell, but the rental market's pretty good there. Like, I mean, it's a, it's a three bed, one bath. So I mean, it's pretty big. So I think we could easily rent it out. I think he's considering selling unless maybe we, you know, find someone that we know that would rent it. But uh, yeah, I think he's going to sell within the next couple of years. Nice. Okay. Well then to, uh, to dive in a little bit deeper, you said you were transitioning back and forth between there and Calgary for your wife's job. And then you guys came out this way. What have you been doing since you've been out here? Like you're a, you're a home inspector now. Can you tell us a bit about that, that franchise that you're in on? Yeah, absolutely. For three years back and forth, she was in Calgary. I was in Saskatchewan yeah. and every 10 days I would drive pretty much from Calgary all the way back to Saskatchewan. And then every four days I would have with her basically. And then she pretty much gave me an ultimatum. It was like, either you're going to get a job in Calgary and you can move here or I'm going to move back to Vancouver. And then basically, you know, one thing led to another and moved out there, lived there for a couple of years. And then one thing led to another and brought us out here. So as far as franchise go, Kind of how that came about was we were looking to purchase a property in Calgary. Yeah. And we had someone from a buyer's choice actually do the inspection on it. And I remember coming out of that inspection after, and I was like, man, I should look into being a home inspector. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think I'd be really good at it. And yeah, next thing you know, I uh, looked into the company and there was a couple out here, Dave and Heather. Yeah used to own the franchise. Yeah. I know David Heather quite well. Yeah. So I was going to be a sub franchisee under them. Yeah. And then they ended up having to move back to Calgary. Yeah. And so there was another guy, Lane Mueller out of Kamloops bought them out. And now he basically is owns a franchise out here. So it's just my partner, Dave and I, that kind of run things around here. Oh, cool. Yeah. So he's in, is he still in Kamloops then? Uh, no, Lane, the franchise owners in Kamloops, yes. Yeah. So you basically run like the Kelowna Okanagan yeah. division of it? Yeah. Right. Now. There's another one, though, Buyer's Choice in Kelowna, right? Isn't there? Yeah, that's my partner, Dave. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a good guy, too. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And how's business going with that? Like, you get quite a bit of support from them, or is it just essentially you're, you're buying their kind of software? How's the business look? 
Oh, the business is great. You know, there it's a, it's a big team. Like we're a big family. So it's, you know, our support group is crazy. Like the amount of knowledge that you can lean on is, is wild. Like the amount of inspectors that have been doing it for years and years, like there's so many, we have over 150 some different franchises. No, that's pretty good. I mean, obviously you'd be biased about it. So are we like, we believe that people need to get a home inspection. You'd be crazy not to like the cost for it is absolutely justified. Mm-hmm. If someone, like if you had a client that said, no, absolutely not. I don't want to spend the the 500 bucks to get an inspection. You know, what would be the disclosure to them? What would you tell them that to, to try and get them on board? Yeah, definitely. I think as far as home inspections go, it's more so to, for your own peace of mind to see this, things that the normal human eye can't see, right? And to really go in depth on a home. So, you know, I basically tell people, we're going to go in, we're going to do a full inspection. We're going to, you know, use our thermal cameras. We're going to test things that you normally can't see. So you're going to know exactly the condition of that home through and through. And you're obviously going to get a report that's not just a report. You're going to get warranties with that. You're going to get you know, our insurances that come with that. There's a lot of benefits to having it. It's not just a piece of paper, really. Yeah. Yeah. You can continue to use it going forward in the future. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it also, not that you want to lean on this too much, but if you do find something somewhat catastrophic and you still want to purchase the house, then you're kind of back to the negotiating table, which is a big tool for, for Matt, you know? You can't yeah. really, like Matt's not going to negotiate. I should specify which Matt I'm talking about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Matt Glenn yeah. uh, or any other realtors, yeah. like they're, you know, you're not going to walk through the house and then start to try and negotiate a drywall crack when you don't know what it is. But if you get the inspector in and you get your thermocam and you say, yeah, we actually have like some foundation leak coming through here and there's moisture, then you guys can work together as a team. So it's, it's super important to have you as part of that team. Hey? Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, I, I've been in a situation where there was someone that was reluctant to even get a home inspection. Yeah. And the only reason they actually wanted to get one is because of my background. And, you know, that person was like, you know, I can do the inspection myself. And I said, okay, well, like, this is what I'm about. This is yeah, my background. favorite uncle doing the inspection. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Your yeah. dad shows up. <laughs> yeah. They basically said like, because of my mechanical background and the way I look at things is a lot different than the normal person. So that essentially was like game on. Nice. Good for you. That's awesome. Have you ever come through, have you ever done anything or come across anything crazy in a home inspection? Nothing too crazy yet, thankfully, yeah. <laughs> but there was, there was one inspection that we were doing and I remember it was raining that day and this house basically had so much flood damage in the basement. Like, I mean, like present flood damage as in wet. Oh yeah. Nothing in the basement, obviously, but there was like, it was so bad. Yeah, <laughs> but there was that, and the whole one concrete wall was caving in. The floor upstairs was pretty much caving in to the middle. Yeah, and as we're there, there's water coming in the walls. Like it, it was one of those things. So like, what, I mean, what do you do at that point? Sorry, like as a as a mortgage broker, I'm thinking no lender is going to finance this place. Like it, no. it sounds like it's falling apart. So in your report. Do, do you just advise to completely walk away or you provide like, here are the defects, here's how you would rectify them. Here's kind of the cost associated or something like that. I mean, when you have a foundation caving in, yeah. you know, you're going to get a structural engineer to come in and assess that. Like lots of times they can drill through and they can put some plates and pull her back and yeah. you know, it, it's good. But as a home inspector, I can only advise kind of where 
where I think could fix this issue, but I'm never going to be like, you know what? That's it. That's what you're going to do to fix it. It's all good. <laughs> so did they, did they close on this property? Do you know? I have no idea. God, That's another thing about <laughs> home inspectors. You, you just, right. I you never know. Dark after. Oh, yeah. Really? Huh? Yeah. I guess we have to keep them up to date. I guess sometimes I do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, lots of times I ask lots of questions to follow up and, uh, yeah. Do you, do you guys keep any of those reports on file in the back end? So if you were to inspect a home and then 10 years later, you were to get called on the same address, would you then have like, you know, that kind of not history of it, but your both your inspections to kind of compare where things went? Yeah, definitely. Uh, that's where having a lot of memory on the computer is good. Yeah. I try to keep it as, as long as possible because lots of times, you know, a, a client will phone you back and say, Hey, I noticed this in my house and, you know, you can bring up that report and basically be like, well, actually I, I noted in the report that I was already there. So it, yeah, it is good to have. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Hey, I have a question for you, Taylor. When would you ever ask for the inspection as a lender? Because like, I don't generally give the mortgage broker the uh, inspection. Yeah, it's, it's not that, that often. Before I became a mortgage broker, I thought it was more frequent, but that was generally because most of my purchases were like commercial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were mostly commercial multifamily, like yeah. on a large scale, those yeah. lenders want to see an inspection, environmental, you know, very Appreciation specific. report, like that kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Like for smaller houses, we don't see it as often, which mm. you really should. But I think that kind of comes down to just the due diligence of the buyer. And then in the appraisal report, if there is anything specific, like not that the, it, the onus is all on the appraiser, but if the appraiser finds anything that he would know as a defect or there's anything in the MLS that stated, um, you know, this was a, a non-approved, like a yeah. non-conforming yeah. suite, et cetera. So there'll be all those kind of red flags that are already in there yeah. that would warn lenders. And then they generally have a lot of that history depending on the zoning and stuff. So, yeah. Because I actually did the, I, I sold a house one time in West Kelowna and it was a kind of, rental property for a lot of years. So it wasn't up the greatest, but when they did the home inspection, the wall also started leaking the same day. And we ended up, it was a minor issue outside. We just had to, they had to do a few things, but we negotiated some <laughs> stuff off. It doesn't sound like a minor yeah. issue, but yeah. Well, the, what happened with that one was it's like the, the drainage, the drain was going right into the corner. Yeah. So like it was, it was obviously going to happen. Yeah. I always wondered like, when would the lender even know about this? Cause you think as a buyer's agent, Am I doing my my clients the best service by telling them? I don't know. Like in that case, obviously yes, but like, where's the line? Yeah, it's surprising that lenders don't require it more frequently. I think they they really lean on the appraisal and yeah. the fact that they look at the date of when the property was built and kind of the history of it and go from that. So if there are any properties that are fifty years plus, then they might look into it further. But if there's say a, a new build from ten years ago, they're assuming that it's past all permitting from the city. You know, there's only so much you can do. Yeah, it'd probably be almost something like a word of mouth, right? Comes up and then you'd be like, actually, I know a guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is there any part of your business, like, do you have a percentage that does anyone do just uh, inspections without doing a purchase? Like if someone's been living in their house for 10 years, do they just call you up and say, hey, you know what? We just want someone to have a look over just general condition. Give us a heads up what we can do for preventative maintenance. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, maintenance inspections, there's renovation inspections. Obviously, pre-inspections, there's there's so many of them. And I don't think people really realize how many are out there. And like, yeah. I mean, it, it's essentially the same thing as a pre-inspection, yeah. right? Like you're going to get your house inspected before it's even on the market. It's just if you're going to sell it or not. So it, it'd be the same thing. That is so funny. 
Inspectors are, it's funny. So I, when I, before I was working with Dave and Heather, they were inspected, I was working with the buyer and we went to a place and they found out there was gas, there was a gas dryer upstairs and it was leaking gas. So the homeowner came home and Dave went up and said, beyond the inspection, this is unsafe. You need to know about this. Yeah. And this guy lost his mind. And like, it was, it got very tense. And he, I think he just thought that Dave was just trying to get money off of the house. But he was like, very genuinely worried for this family's safety yeah. and things got out of control. But a few times with David Heather and all the inspections, like you can see that people like homeowner get their back up pretty easy, but things like this sometimes. Oh yeah. So I guess as an inspector, like learning how to navigate those situations probably be pretty uh, useful. I mean, it goes back to educating the buyer or the seller on their home and on their purchase and making them feel comforted about what they're getting into right yeah. you're not going to alarm them on anything you're going to walk them through every step of the way yeah just just yeah. like how a real estate agent is i also the other way around where the home inspector is just going in like talking to these buyers like they're like the house is going to fall down and then i ask like well how much is it to fix that and they say 65 bucks give or take like, <laughs> yeah could you have led with that please yeah this deal was about to collapse you no, know so yeah. there's the, that's happened to me quite a few times too so yeah. like those kinds of things are really nice when uh like i always try to go with my home inspectors because just to be kind of the in between yeah that kind of situation yeah, yeah absolutely yeah and and what you were talking about warranty or insurance so what do you guys provide as a, a company? Is it kind of a standard industry that you you back your inspection with anything? Like if someone were to get an inspection by you and then, you know, three months later, find out there was a crack in the foundation or something that could have been caught or like, what's the benefit there? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know about other inspection companies, but I know like for us, we have a, like a 90 day warranty on like all our water lines. If your sewer backs up, any mold that was detected, things like that. There's a 90 day warranty covered like with your report. Um, we have a five year leak proof roof warranty. So oh, wow. even if like your shingle blows off, that just gets covered. All of the appliances are recalled checked for the amount that you own that home. Yeah. So if there's a recall that comes up randomly, someone will come in and fix it. Yeah. So there's always that stuff that like, okay. yeah, it's, yeah. it's such a benefit to sellers and buyers, right? Like, yeah, very much so. Yeah. I was going to buy a place for myself. Like my wife and I were going to go buy a personal residence and we went to go buy it. We went to this house and David and Heather were doing the inspection. And the day we get there, the fire truck literally was leaving as we pulled in and the fire, there was a fire at the electrical panel <laughs> and they had just ripped out all the walls, like right before that happened. And it, it was just a funny story with David and Heather of that. Happen. Just keep driving by. Hey? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah. I think it's on the other block. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you got that one below value then? <laughs> no, we that one we had to walk away on. That was only one of many issues. So, and what uh, what else about your guys' company? So you have a um, like a KGH foundation and a couple other causes that that you guys donate to, at, like per inspection, or how does that look? So within our company, there's a, an inspector's care, and basically there's from every inspection, like beyond what I donate myself, we donate 2% to, uh, I believe it's Children's Wish Foundation. So that's with every inspection. Personally, I'm going to be donating to KGH. And I, I just feel like KGH, they do so much in the hospital. And if I can help, like, you know, sick yeah. people from having to go to Vancouver, any help that I can do 
is great. Mm-hmm. So that's a huge foundation that I want to support. Another one is one of my friends played for the Edmonton Oilers and he actually passed away due to a, it was a rare brain cyst and they started a foundation for him. And basically it's, it's called Colby's kids. And what they do is help underprivileged kids who can't afford to go and play hockey and stuff like that. So they pay for that and support kids like that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And if, if, Somebody wanted to donate to that. They just look up Colby's kids or how do you, how do you find out information about that? Yeah. You just go online and just type in Colby cave Memorial fund and they can find it on there. Nice. Yeah. Good for you for doing that. Yeah. I feel like it's, it's good to give back. Right. Yeah, and was so. your, uh, was your daughter, you have a seven month old, right? Yeah. Yeah. Was she born in Kelowna? At yeah, she was. yeah. That kind of also sparked it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, they took good care of us. They did such a good job there. Yeah. Yeah. We had a kid, uh, 15 months ago and yeah, yeah. it was, a uh, an awesome experience there. Yeah, it definitely is. Nice. Yeah. We'll be there in a couple of months too. So report back. Look at the boys. Yeah. Hey, have yeah. babies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should we move to the icebreaker? Yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to uh, chat about or like that was, that's kind of your platform there. Do you want to self-promote your business at all or or anything else you want to dive into before we kind of jump into our wrap up questions and not really. I I think it's more just like trying to educate people kind of on what we offer as a service, as a company. So just kind of really quick, our backstory of a buyer's choice. It was founded by a real estate agent. So basically this real estate agent was sick of deals falling through inspectors, not being professional, being alarmists or $65 things and deals falling through, right? Like not working out because of this. So they started a buyer's choice and you know, our motto is assist comfort protect. So we're here to assist buyers, sellers, real estate agents, mortgage brokers, lawyers, everyone like that. Yeah. And, you know, our comfort is to walk them through every step, educate, things like that. And then protect is because of, you know, our insurance and our warranties. That is our protect policy, I guess. So we, we cover a lot of that. Even like a real estate agent, if you were to get sued, we have like a million dollar liability insurance that would cover you and help you if you got sued because nice. you referred us. Yeah. Nice. Good to know. It. Yeah. Look. As long as it never happens, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy because it's honestly, it's not a matter of like, if you get sued, it's almost a matter of when, because it's just, sometimes you, you never know, like you can't see everything in a home. Yeah. You're taking on a huge liability for such a small window yeah. to be able to walk through that. house. Yeah. yeah. Very much so just for the listener, like what is kind of the average cost? Does it depend on the size of the house, whether it's a condo strata detached, et cetera. Do you guys have kind of a blanket cost yeah. for it? So, I mean, obviously it's going to depend every, every different company. Right. So for us, it's anything up to 3000 square feet is five fifty plus tax. Yeah. And then anything more than 3000, it just goes up $50 every time, every thousand square feet. Okay. And then condos are four seventy sorry, townhouses are 475 yeah. condos are 375 and just basically we're, we're, I think we're pretty, you know, mid-level as far as costs go. Yeah. Do you have a preferential inspection? Like, do you, do you like the more difficult ones or do you want to walk into a, a beautiful, you know, one-year-old townhouse or is there anything it's, that you really enjoy? It's fun. It's, it's fun doing inspections and it's fun finding things. I mean, within reason, you don't want to be like every where you turn around, you're, you're finding something wrong, yeah, yeah. but 
I've been in houses that, you know, it's almost like you, you have to find something. I mean, it's great to be like, you know what, this house is perfect. Yeah. There'll never be a perfect house. Don't get yeah. me wrong, but I'd rather something see like, you know, it's not something really old, but something mid-level where you can kind of like, you can yeah. find some good things. Yeah. Right? Treasure behind the walls. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Well, we're going to dive into our, um, our ice maker. Close this segment out with you. Time for everyone's favorite part of the show, the ice maker section. Brought to you by myself, Matt Glenn. All right, Matt, what is uh, the best habit or routine uh, you can attribute to your success you feel that our listener could benefit from? I feel like a lot of people would agree with this, but definitely just, you know, taking the time out of your day to just really shut your brain off. And like, for me, like going to the gym or going for a walk or a run, like, yeah. you know, we're so busy day in and day out. So if you can yeah. find that one thing that you can just really zone out, yeah. that's huge. Yeah. Nice. Do you do any meditating at all? I just started getting into it a little bit. I'm getting there. Even though my brain's like always going. <laughs> well, everyone's brain's always going. That's kind of, yeah, you got to just notice it. I think that's yeah. the point of meditating. So yeah. that's awesome. Where, Maybe I'll take some notes. Where's the, uh, where are the go-to running trails or, or hiking spot? Well, we live downtown, so I mainly just go around there. <laughs> that's an excellent place to run. Yeah. yeah. We used to live, we down, lived downtown for 10 years and like those walking, walking trails were awesome. Like walking around the water yeah. through the city. Yeah, yeah. If we have to go, we just go to Knox. Like, oh, yeah. Knox is awesome. Knox yeah. is yeah. wicked. Very cool. Yeah. I did a group run uh, a couple Fridays ago, early in the morning. What uh, time's early? Well, it was six. Oh, yeah, it was beautiful, beautiful morning. Yeah. Nice. Um, no clouds, pretty fresh. Yeah. Haven't done a run in years. You like don't, and, you do and I, spontaneous Iron Man. Do the, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, this is my problem. I beat myself up. But yeah, we did this run. No, not a problem at all. Did yeah. this run. There was, um, a commercial lender, a lawyer, um, some really cool people there that we were chatting with. Felt pretty good for the day. Yeah. Muscles starting to tighten up. Had soccer that night. Muscles start tightening it up. Next day, I was wrecked. Like yeah. I just, yeah. But Knox, Ryan, Knox is a good one. Crazy. Yeah, I'm terrible at both of them. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. that is funny. Are you are you doing any rec sports other than um, snowboarding? No, I haven't really done many sports for years. Like I used to play. A lot of soccer like I used to love soccer yeah tried playing baseball for a bit didn't like that hockey a little bit you know just tried to do everything but now that i got older i'm just like i feel like i got lazy oh you must have played a lot of hockey back in saskatchewan tried to yeah. yeah i mean honestly it's funny like growing up there was a lot of a lot of my friends played hockey and i was kind of the one that always just was like a snowboarder i didn't yeah. really play much hockey yeah but a lot of like outdoor hockey yeah, yeah. a lot of yeah. Links, frozen links oh yeah a lot so of frozen awesome. links yeah do you skateboard as well? Uh, used to. Definitely don't. It's a lot, lot harder. Yeah. In China, we made an agreement if we get, uh, as soon as we get our first 10 downloads, yeah. which uh, today, although there weren't, we haven't even released any podcasts yet. I did see there's three downloads. I don't know who <laughs> downloaded them. So you guys them. are starting skateboarding. Yeah, that's, Matt, a, that's a good start. Yeah. Matt, Matt's going to jump on the old, uh, old board. Yeah. So we what got gonna, seven more downloads. What are you going to make me do again? Clifton? Uh, yeah. Is that a trick? I don't know. It sounds like, like it. An Ollie? It's no, yeah. down a kickflip. One time I rode my road bike up Knox Mountain and then came out the back and came down Clifton Road. Cruising. Oh my God. That was, I must have been going 90k an hour. Maybe even more. <laughs> that was the craziest thing I'd ever done. I was proud of myself for getting up the mountain, but then coming down the mountain was wild. Yeah. I'd 
because road bikes, I don't know if you guys ever used like them, a, like a proper road bike. Like yeah. Like skinny skinny tires. tires so like yeah. wearing spandex uh, and all that jazz. I don't go that far. Okay. Cause I'm just not that gnarly into it, but I, I would, I yeah. guess if I was going to do a race or something, he but wears I, him, he wears spandex in the podcast. Studio, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's my go-to get him. Yeah. yeah. Those bikes are awesome. Like you are in control. And, but this was the first time where I was, I was in control, but I was, this was pushing out a little too far. You know, I, I look at those tires and I was doing the same thing. Like I was going down that, like the hill into hope, like over yep. the connector. Oh yeah. So I rode my bike to Vancouver and coming down, come, in the I'm lead. just trying to, one up, don't worry, I, I wasn't wearing spandex. <laughs> this was my only training for the Ironman. You did it in jeans too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I was coming down that hill and you're like passing semi-trucks thinking yeah. like, all I need to do is just hit one little rock yeah, and I'm, like, I'm done for. No kidding. Yeah, to the side, yeah. Hopefully these bolts are tight in these wheels right now. That's what I was thinking too. Like the bolts, the wheels, I think they're all like engineered and good to go. But like if a bolt comes loose or something, but those bikes are wicked. You do feel. Like they're a lot of fun. Bike. Yeah. They're yeah, those are fun. Maybe we're going to get one. Yeah. Yeah. You can borrow mine. It's got dust on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of that. Okay. What's the, the best thing you've ever spent money on? Hundred percent, my Dyson vacuum. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, those are good. Yeah, that uh, thing's great. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah. Do you have one? Matt? Yeah, we, yeah. We. Yeah. I think we have a new. And then Becca, I think just got a new kind. Uh, Man, I used to be so cheap with vacuums, and then the one time I was like, you know what? I'm gonna splurge. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. I, yeah. I'm vacuuming every night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Well, you, you guys probably both know about it, but they're supposed to be like a, a push present, right? Like when your wife gives birth to a baby. Yeah, I heard about that. So for Emily's push present, I actually got a suck present and got her a Dyson vacuum. I mean, got us a Dyson vacuum. <laughs> to be honest, I use it more than she does. But that thing is freaking insane. Yeah. Like I've our carpet's a bit older in the house. Like we'll replace it once the renos are done. But man, like I'll vacuum. It fills up the whole thing. I come back and vacuum 10 minutes later. Like it just... I don't know where it picks this stuff up from. I know. Yeah. It is wild. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like the little light on the front too for uh, when you can see the dust on the hardwood. Well, you like to vacuum in the dark, do you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in his spandex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Matt. What is the most impactful book you've ever read? I'm not really much of a reader. I'm, I'm trying to get into reading a bit more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I just, I don't know. I just can't find the time. Yeah. It's very... Uh, it takes, you have to be fully committed to book, to read books. That's for sure. Yeah. 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 What about audiobooks? Do you do that? I've gotten into audiobooks. I'm more of a podcast guy, but yeah. audiobooks, like, you know, I've read your typical, like rich dad, poor dad. Yeah. And like, what else is there? Think and grow rich, like yeah. that kind of stuff. Just a little Classics. motivation, you know? Yeah. yeah. You get what kind of podcast one from this wall if you want. Yeah. No kidding. I, I, I was looking at some yeah. Dan Brown. I definitely have both of those. Um, yeah. Podcast. What do you, what do you got? Besides uh, this one. Yeah, this is going to be my new fave. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you can figure out where to download <laughs> Yeah, we're even creeping. I'm like, where is this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've listened to a lot. Personally, I, I like two a lot. And uh, what is it? School of Greatness, Lewis Howes. Yeah. That one's really good. Yeah. And then it's called Build with Rob. It's Rob Deerdeck. Oh, yeah. He used to be a professional skateboarder. Yeah. yeah. And he's like super entrepreneur. And yeah. like some of his stuff and guests on there are just, it's great. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. What was his show? Wasn't it Big and Rob? Rob and Big. Rob yeah. and Big, yeah. 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 yeah, that show was cool. Is that who you used to skate with when you were a skater? <laughs> Never got to that level. Yeah. yeah. And do you have a favorite, uh, favorite quote at all? I have a lot of quotes I like, but 
it was weird. I was, I was driving the other day, listening to a podcast yeah. and it was the quality of your questions will determine the quality of your life. And that's awesome. Yeah. I was driving and I instantly was like, that's, that's it. That's, that's my new quote. Cause yeah. it, it just resonated so much with me. Like you think about it, how much in your head during the day, you're always asking yourself, like, you know, am I doing the right thing? Am I meeting the right people? Am I being a good father? You yeah. know, things like that. And it's just, that's my go-to now. Yeah. That's an awesome quote. I yeah. That. Yeah. You guys can steal if you want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we need, Bye. we're thinking like the quality of the questions on this show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're really making me think about yeah. my questions now. Yeah, See, it's true. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, right on. Thanks. Thanks so much for being on the show. Is there um, anywhere our listener can reach out to you, add value to you or your business? What platforms you're on? Um, yeah. Where to connect? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, the number one thing I think is just uh, call me up sometime, grab a coffee with me just to kind of, yeah. you know, see how I'm as a person, you yeah. know, get to know me, my background, everything. You know, I'm on most of the platforms. LinkedIn is a good one. You can reach me. It's Matt-Gratton yeah. or Instagram's a huge one. Uh, Matt.inspects.abuyerschoice. Yeah. I'm sure. A lot of people know me on there. Very active. You yes. are super active on there. Yeah. Oh man. Do you do that yourself or do you yeah, hire somebody yeah. else? Yeah. Man, good that for is you. like, uh, I'm impressed. Well, it's, I, I take it as like, I'm supporting others. Like I, I love to like pump people up and yeah. like, I love feeling the same. Right. Yeah. You're doing things right over there. Nice. So I appreciate think, uh, that. Yeah, I keep getting these little paper airplanes on Instagram. I don't know what they're for. You're in the top right. You get the little heart button and the paper airplane. I'm still learning social. Yeah, you don't go on. Yeah, you don't need can those. You, can, you, can you take over mine? You seem Th- to those are much better job. You don't need those. Okay. It just goes to requests. Anyways. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay, well, thanks. Thanks so much for being on the show. And um, yeah, look forward to working with you in the future. Likewise. Thanks for having me. Me too. Yeah, thanks, Matt. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening to the Kelowna Real Estate Podcast. Be sure to reach out and let us know how else we can add value to your Kelowna real estate journey. Please show some support by hitting the like, share, and subscribe button. This is sponsored by Matt Glenn Real Estate and Taylor Adventure Mortgages.